I'm Stephanie Zumwalt. Welcome to the Higher Self Connection Podcast. I believe one of the most valuable tools we can learn is to be in alignment with our higher self. From that viewpoint, we see how we were meant to live in a state of well-being. It's also where all of the answers to our quote-unquote problems reside. With the Higher Self Connection, you can live a life of joy and ease. There is no pain, suffering, or fear. Your journey to the Higher Self Connection begins now. Hey guys, Happy New Year. Thanks for joining me again this year, the year of clarity, 2020. Today I'm going to talk about right versus wrong. So since I've been on my spiritual journey, um, I have realized that there really is no right or wrong. I understand that everybody has their own perspective and that for the most part, people genuinely are doing the best that they can. I think that people are working out of um, their best interests and holding other people's best interests at heart too. Even when they're you know, doing something that seems like it's deceitful, usually when people are lying or cheating and things like that, it's because they are too afraid to be honest because they're afraid that the honesty is going to hurt the other person. So even in that, people are working from their best self wherever they are in the moment that they're in. So before my spiritual journey, um, there was a definite right or wrong. People were, you know, doing me wrong all the time. Um, People would say that I was doing them wrong. People would accuse me of having bad intentions or I would even use, um, you know, manipulation tactics in certain circumstances. I remember thinking back to some of the things that I've done in my past and and held myself accountable for that behavior. I've been passive aggressive. I've been trying to invoke a response from people. That, that all happened prior to me coming to this awakening. And now that I'm here, it seems so foreign to me. And I think that um, if I were to meet myself five years ago from where I'm standing today, um, we probably wouldn't like each other very much. I would probably think that this new me is kind of kooky, uh, but that's okay. <laughs> but the the concept of right or wrong, I think, still exists um, in a lot of people's minds, and it causes a lot of suffering, and so that's kind of why I wanted to address it. And I've had a couple of funny situations uh, where I've caught myself either thinking or viewing something as right or wrong. Um, there was one night in particular, I remember I went to, um, a restaurant. It's like a, a sit down chain restaurant, but I was ordering takeout food because the weather was really crappy. It's cold and rainy and I just didn't want to, and I want to cook. I didn't have any energy to cook that day. And I tried to order delivery service, but the prices were so expensive on the delivery menu versus if I just ordered it at the restaurant and went to pick it up. So I thought, well, I'm going to save myself a few bucks and I'm going to go down there and pick it up myself. So when I got to the restaurant, there were three people in front of me and shortly thereafter, um, another woman came behind me and the people in front of me, it was apparent that they had been standing there for quite some time. Um, there, there was one person that had two small children with her, and they were really running out of patience. Um, 
And so we, I thought, okay, here we go. We're just going to, we're in it. We're all going to sit here and wait. There was no, it didn't seem like very many people were working the takeout line. So um, I was starting to get frustrated. I could feel that happening even before I left the house. Um, and this was just last year. So this is after I've been on my spiritual journey for quite some time. Uh, I'm pretty steady in my vibration, but I definitely left the house feeling not in the best mood. I would say agitated. So we're standing there. Nobody seems to be waiting on us. Finally, I see a guy come up and he's helping the first person in the line. And then he didn't have all of the order. So he had to run back to the count to the back to get the rest of the order. Everybody's just kind of frustrated and over it. And this woman walks in and she is Definitely looking for the takeout line because she's one of the food delivery drivers for one of these big um, delivery services. I could see her big red bag under her arm. And she goes up to the hostess, who is not the person that's in charge of the takeout line. And she says, is this the takeout line? And the hostess says, yes, that is. And I noticed her, and I kind of looked at her, and, and the woman was just kind of scanning the line, seeing how many people were in front of her at this point, and looking at her phone like she was in a hurry. And um, I could tell she was about to make a move, and it got me flared up. It triggered me. <laughs> I kept watching her, irritated. I was irritated. And she leans over to the hostess, and she says, Excuse me, I just have two items that I'm picking up for somebody else. Could you run back there and see if they're ready? And that was it for me. I was full-on triggered. Um, and I am not. I usually am a very compassionate, very patient person. I know everything happens for a reason. I know that it's all about my energy, blah, blah, blah. I get it. I look over and I said, oh, I just have three things if you want to see if those are ready. And I think the gal in front of me just has probably a few things also. And the person in front of her probably just has a few things. So if you want to run back there and just grab them all, you can. Well, the delivery driver obviously heard the tone of my voice and the snark that was coming out of my mouth. And she looked at me in shock and <laughs> probably because... People don't speak up when things like that, when she does things like that. I don't know. And um, she goes, how rude. You, I just was asking. I mean, mine are desserts. And I said, well, mine are burgers. So yours will be cold. Mine are still supposed to be hot. So, you know. And she goes, that is so rude. That's why I was asking. Was just, I was just wondering. And she started defending herself and her actions. And she's, she was calling me some names. It got kind of heated. Um, I did not call names. I just said, um, <laughs> which I'm not proud of. I'm not, I'm not proud of any of this behavior by any means. But this is what happened. And I need everybody to understand that even when you're on a, a path of compassion and love and appreciation and realizing that we are really all just one in this lifetime, we still have bad days and I still screw up and I know a lot of spiritual people do. Um, but anyway, I told the woman <laughs> that I didn't care what she had. I didn't care if it was desserts. I didn't care what it was. 
all of us people have been waiting in this line for over a half an hour now, and you're not getting your food before I get my food for my children. <laughs> I went really deep there with making sure that she understood I'm getting children's food. It's not, it's not a delivery. It's for my children. I don't know why that made a difference, but it, but it felt good to say it in the moment. So she kept telling me that I was rude and how dare I. And um, she, she kept muttering. It kept going on. Um, but I turned around. The woman in front of me looked at me like, thank you. We, we all feel the same way. That's ridiculous. She can't cut in line whatever we kind of bonded over the fact that I called this woman out for trying to jump the line and I said I'm sorry immediately to the woman in front of me I said I don't usually act that way and it was actually probably more heated than that I you know I truly can't remember I know I saw red I know I didn't call her any names though I didn't call her any names I know that so what we a for me and um so pretty soon everybody starts getting their food Slowly but surely, one by one, people are getting their food and leaving. The woman in front of me is up next, and the kid comes out. I think the hostess must have alerted the back that there's going to be a problem out here if people don't start getting their food because, because things started really happening quickly at that point. And uh, the woman in front of me was up. The kid came up, and he said, what's your name? And she told him, and, she, and he said, what's your name? I told him, and then the woman behind me, who was not the perpetrator, <laughs> they said, what's your name? And she said, Christy, I think. And then the, the woman that was just getting the desserts, they asked her name. And so the kid, kid wrote them all down, went to the back to see what he could gather. And he comes up, and he gets the girl in front of me, her food, gives it to her. She walks off. She tells me to have a great day. <laughs> Which I hate that there was that camaraderie because it really was poor. I just, I felt bad for my behavior, but okay. I told her to have a good day too. I'm glad that she showed compassion to, to me because she wasn't judging me for what I did. So that was fantastic. But she leaves. The guy goes back to the back to get more food, comes back out and um, has an order sitting there, and it's not my name, and it's not the lady behind me's name, and I can't remember who the, the woman that was doing the delivery, I don't remember what her name was, but that's who it was for. And um, he set it on the counter, and he goes, um, Stephanie? And I said, yeah. And he goes, yours will be done in just a minute. And then he said, and he was about to call out that woman's name, and I looked at him like, don't do it. Don't, don't do it. Just, you don't want to do that. Don't do that right now. Maybe just wait. <laughs> and he, I think he, I really do think he knew what was happening. So he went back to the back. He, gra he came back with some more bags. He had the food for the woman that was behind me. He still didn't have my food, but he had the food for the woman that was behind me, who is still a good person. She's not trying to cut the line. And he, he calls her name, and the woman sheepishly came around me, and she goes, I'm so sorry. <laughs> and it cracked me. I said, you're fine. It's fine. You're fine. <laughs> you're fine. It's fine. So she gets her bag, and she leaves, and then he's got the other bag still sitting there, and he's like, ah, and I go, nah, ah, ah. <laughs> I'm so irritated. <laughs> This woman is not getting her food before I get my food. I was so irritated. So he goes to the back. He gets my food. He brings it out. He gives it to me. 
I get to leave before the woman, which I was the victor in that scenario in my mind. When I'm walking away, I'm like, yes, I won. (laughs) It's completely ridiculous when I think about it now. Um, But when I tell that story, and I told it when I got home, and I told it when my boyfriend got home, and I told it, I told it so many times. I told it to my parents on the weekend. I told it to my girlfriend when we went and had wine. I told it to so many people. And every time, everybody's like, oh, hell yeah, of course. I mean, that's bullshit. Why would anybody try to, you know, people like that need to be stopped. You know, you can't allow people to do that because... You know, I bet she'll think about it twice next time she tries to do it and all of that stuff. And so I get it. I, I get it. I The way that I remember the story happening, I was right and she was wrong. Now, the way she tells the story, I'm sure she was right and I was wrong. I, I cannot understand that perspective. <laughs> but, okay. Anyway, my point is, is that while everybody may have agreed with me and I may have felt justified in doing what I was doing, and acting the way that I was acting, I brought it all on myself. And really, what was the price of me being right in that situation? Because what happened afterwards is I drove home. As soon as I pulled out of the parking lot, someone backed up (laughs) into my path so that I had to slam on my brakes, almost caused an accident. They they start going, and they go like 15 miles an hour, and it's a two-lane road. I can't pass them. They're going 15 miles an hour till they get to the stoplight, which is green at this point, and then it starts to turn red. It goes to yellow, and then almost red, and they gun it through the stoplight. So I missed the stoplight. I caused myself so much bad energy like my vibration was so low at that point that I'm surprised I didn't get into an accident so yeah maybe I was right in that situation for feeling the way that I had felt um, by other people's standards but in my observation and knowing of how this universe works and how energy works I did myself a lot of harm in having that interaction and if I would have prepared myself ahead of time and not been so aggravated when I left the house in the first place, that woman would have come in but I and probably would have done the same thing that she did, but I wouldn't have even noticed it because I would have been in my little happy place of observation and seeing what's happening or even if she did see, do it and I saw it, my normal self is like always, you know, when I do see things like that, I think, oh, it's really interesting that she feels entitled to cut the line. That's It's an interesting, okay, observing her ego in full force. Instead, I allowed my ego to take over and shut her down, (laughs) cause cause a bunch of bad energy to happen in my own little world, and then go on my merry way, which was not a fun merry way home. Um, So is it really worth it? Is it worth it to be right? Is it worth it to be, you know, feel superior over somebody else? I could have just sat back and had compassion and been like, you know, she's had a rough day or whatever. Just let her go. Don't worry about it. It's not affecting me. And who am I to think that, you know, I'm entitled to anything? I mean, I'm I'm creating my own experience. So, you know, who am I to say I'm more important than you are just because I got here 10 minutes before you did? I mean, I know that there's a line for a reason and all of that stuff, but I, I don't want to 
I don't want to ever project that I'm superior to anybody. I'm not. We're all one. We're all trying to get through this together. So that was a really funny situation that happened for me. Funny. Funny. Not funny, haha, but funny. Oh, isn't that interesting how that played out? And obviously by now I've let that all go. I mean, it, it it's not in my existence anymore. Obviously I don't you know, hold any ill will towards the woman. I'm not hanging on to any kind of negativity. It's mostly because I didn't know her. I didn't have, you know, if I, if I had a personal connection with somebody that had betrayed me in a bigger way, I think that's where the suffering comes in for a lot of other people is that, you know, people have close personal relationships with people. And when you witness them doing something that is quote-unquote wrong in your opinion um, and it you feel like it's something against you it's very very hard to let it go but I, I encourage everybody I know that there are all kinds of deep-seated traumas from childhood or you know relationship breakups or marriages that have you know ended horribly or divorces that went even worse um, you know, I know there are a million different situations where, you know, in people's minds, there's a clear right and wrong person. And I want everybody to just kind of think about that for a second. If you're going through something in your life that is, you know, big, it's not just the takeout line, but it's something big that has happened in your life. Try to understand that People are really trying to do the best that they can do. I do not believe that people are evil. Um, but a lot of times people are still engaged with their ego. And the ego will tell us that, you know, we have to do this or they're going to get us or whatever. They, they, it says a lot of crazy things in people's minds. But what is the price that you're paying for holding on to being right? What is it really costing you? Because I feel like that energy, when you're when you're trying to decide if somebody is right or wrong, um, or you feel like you have been wronged in a situation and you hang on to that, I really feel like that's just as bad as anger. And it's almost like, you know, a poison inside of your energy field and in your vibe. I mean, you can't expect to live and create a happy, joyous experience if you feel like somebody is doing, has done you wrong, is doing you wrong, you really have to look at that from your higher self and understand that they're doing it for whatever reason. It has nothing to do with you, most likely. A lot of times they're working through their own stuff and, and there happen to be casual, you know, what do they call it? Um, collateral damage. You happen to be collateral damage a lot of times. Um, it's an interesting topic, right or wrong. I, I just don't, I don't see that anymore. I don't see how anybody can say somebody is right and somebody is wrong. And so I tend to look at those situations, most situations objectively, because if somebody is unconscious, and I'm talking in terms of um, awakening to their truth. How can you hold them responsible? You know, there was all there was a time in all of our lives where we were unconscious, you know, spiritually speaking. 
uh, we were not connected or aligned to our higher self or to our God source energy. Um, and we were behaving in ways that we would not be behaving in now, now that we have all of this knowing and, and truth. Um, and I certainly had to forgive myself along the way for some of the things that I've done and said and the ways that I've behaved because I just didn't know any better. And now that I'm awake and have the knowing and compassion and love and appreciation for how amazing this life is and how amazing we all are individually, I can see things from a different perspective. You know, the higher self perspective. Our higher self is not looking at any of us and saying, you're right. My higher self in that situation at the takeout line was not going, you're right, Stephanie, you're right, Stephanie. It was not saying that. I guarantee you my higher self was looking at, well, probably looked away at that point. I'm pretty sure my higher self took a coffee break and called it an afternoon. Um, but I think my higher self would have said, be compassionate. You have no idea what she's going through. Just give her a break. It's not going to upset you. It's not going to ruin your life if you allow her to jump the line. Let her do her. You do you. Just relax. Show love. Be compassionate. And not to say that you should be walked over. I mean, that that's not what I'm saying at all. But it, my higher self is looking out for my best interest, and my higher self is always looking at her higher self or at the other person's higher self and sees more of a view than what I can see through my little human eyes. Um, and that's what I want everybody to have is the higher self perspective. I want you to, you know, approach life now, you know, with the understanding and with the wisdom and the knowledge of your higher self. Um, I want you to be able to go into situations like that or even a Thanksgiving dinner with family members that you haven't, you know, really gotten along with in the past and just realize like everybody's trying to do the best that they can. Nobody is out to get you. Nobody is intentionally trying to hurt you. Just try to have compassion and awareness that everybody is doing the best that they possibly can. And some people may not agree with the way that you are living your life. I know, you know, there are people that have looked at some of my choices over the years and thought that they could have done it better. But the thing is, is that this is my life and this is your life and it really doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. The only thing that we need to be concerned with is how we think about ourselves. So I hope going forward um, that gives you a little bit of an insight on the whole topic of right or wrong. Um, I think that's a very ego-centric way of looking at things. It um, really needs to be addressed, I think, from the higher self. The other thing, too, I think, is if you feel like you are being wronged by somebody, take a good look at what it is that's triggering inside of you. You know, what is it? Is it something big? Is it, If it's something that keeps happening over and over and over again, it might need your attention. But I guarantee you it has nothing to do with the other person. It has everything to do with whatever is inside of you. There's some sort of inadequacy or, or feeling of, of lack. There's something deeper at the root of that. And so then that would need your awareness as well. And we can talk about stuff like that in the future. But if you're feeling victimized by somebody... Um, 
a lot of times people can be mirrors and they reflect what you have going on inside of you. So that would be something that you would want to take a look at as well. And we'll talk about stuff like that on future episodes, but I think um, that's where I'm going to leave it today. Um, Thanks for joining me. If you have any comments or questions, uh, you can always go to my website. I have um, all of my podcasts are on my website, and then there's also a comment section down below that you can submit a question or a comment. I'm sure that this was a very generalized topic, you know, or a generalized discussion on, on a very detailed topic. I think that there are a lot of different um, ways that people being right and wrong can manifest. So if you have any questions or comments, I encourage you to please submit them to my website and I will be chatting with you guys soon. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful day. Thank you so much for joining me today. To submit a question or topic you'd like addressed, or to book a BQH session to get information from your higher self, please visit my website at stephaniezumwalt.com. You can also find me on Instagram or YouTube. Much love.